Yeah, yeah, yeah. What's really happening, man? This your boy OG Jigavelli, man. Y'all know what it is, man. Uh, real quick, man. This the paperwork party. My man from this vitamin, man. It's a pleasure, man. What's up? See, in the state, you don't have to check paperwork. Because nine times ten, you hit that compound, the whole city know what you did. So yeah. you got with all your homeboys. Mm -hmm. But when you in the feds, we might be the only two homeboys up there. Mm -hmm. Both of us might be hot. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So we might be like, man, we ain't hot, we ain't hot. So we go, I'm, I'm, I'm bouncing for you, you bouncing for me. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? So we got the rest of these niggas from other cities thinking, oh, those real ass niggas from Atlanta or Miami. Mm -hmm. The whole time, we some hot ass niggas. And see, that's, I'm using that word hot. I know hot means cool in the streets. But in the, in the fed, hot means your ass a rat. Mm -hmm. You're poison. You know what I'm saying? You're outcast. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Certain spots you're dead. How do they treat people that's rats? I don't fuck with a rat, period. Mm -hmm. I ain't gonna crush you. Cause you ain't told on me. Yeah. If you told on the next man, that's between you and him. That's y'all business. But I don't fuck with you, period. How do you handle being in a cell with a rat? I ain't gonna be in there alone. You ain't or he ain't? I ain't gonna be in there. I just told him. He already in the cell. Mm -hmm. I, I got a gym. I want to get out of prison. I ain't trying to be no prison warrior or whatever. So I'm trying to avoid shit. Yeah. You understand what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So if he already in there, that's mm -hmm. his cell. Mm -hmm. And if they letting him live, I'm going to let him live. He ain't told on me. Right. But if that's my rat, I'm going to kill my rat. Mm -hmm. But if he ain't told on me, that's your business. And like if you into homosexuality, you know what I'm saying, the joint. If I ain't into it, that's your business. That's your business. Mm -hmm. You see know what I'm saying? It ain't for me to go announce that. That's your business. <laughs> All right. So, man. I got my guy in here, and uh, go ahead and tell me a little about yourself. What you got in your hand right now? All right, man. This is what it is, man. Y'all see I'm holding these books. Mm. This first book right here, before I get started, y'all see the cover, that, that picture of myself. Shout out to my baby girl, Lakivia. You know what I'm saying? She mm. talking behind this. We did this while I was in the halfway house at Starbucks. So I'm very proud to say that my daughter um, designed this cover. You know what I'm saying? Shout out to Kiwi. And you wrote that book yourself. I wrote this hand, wrote this book in prison myself. Mm -hmm. When a lot of dudes were spending time in the nigga business, you know, smoking tunchi, you know what it is, mm -hmm. feds or whatever. Uh, I, I was minding my business. I was, I, was, I, was, I was freeing my mind. I was out here. Mm -hmm. I was doing this, what I'm doing right now. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? I had already a business this day. So this interview was very, I knew this day was going to come. You know what I'm saying? And, um, I'm here. I'm excited, mm. and I'm all more excited because this is the paperwork party. Mm. And when you give me an opportunity, I'm going to expound on that. What is the paperwork party? What is it? Well, in the feds, mm. let me talk about my second book. This book right here is my life story. I'm an OG from Miami, man. Mm. And to make that statement to say a real OG from Miami, put respect on my city, 305, man. Shout out to all the real OGs, man. Shout out to Vonda. Shout out to Burt. They home, man. Shout out to... um um. Um, um, shout out to, um, to all the real OGs that's coming on from Miami, you know what I'm saying? But yeah, you know what I'm saying? Uh, the paperwork party, the feds. This right here, book right here, still on paperwork is the subtitle. This is my second book after um, on pressure, is federal pressure. That's a whole nother level. Mm. What, what, is, what is federal pressure? Federal pressure, as you read my book, Pressure, you're going to realize that I've been locked up majority of my life. This book right here is from when I was a child until all the way up till I got into federal pressure. Federal pressure is a level of another courtroom. Mm. You've been in that federal courtroom. It's immaculate. When I mean immaculate, I mean nothing out of place. Mm. 
is is stainless. It's, it's different from the state courtroom and a baby hit a baby crying, mm-hmm. the courtroom crowd, mm-hmm. and people going in and out the door. Nah, when you get to that federal level, it's gonna you gonna know it's that you in another level it's and that you really <laughs> that you arrived. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I'm saying they mean business. That what federal pressure is, and still on paperwork is what me and you doing tonight, man. Like. I done had opportunities, I done had big time people out here say they gonna do this and say they gonna do that. But you one of the only ones that really came through right away and did something. Mm. But it mean more coming from you than one of these big name people doing this and doing that because you authentic and I know you stand on this. I told you the other day when we set this up that money don't matter, cloud don't matter, none of that don't matter. Mm. You know what I'm saying? What matters is that you stand on the code and the principle. And that's the points that I'm gonna talk about tonight, man. That's real street code of conduct, bringing back that real G code, mm. and also my brand, Valley Life, Vision and Power Leadership Initiative, stemming from Machiavelli. We're gonna get into that, which is a Miami culture. Mm. We put names on our product, and that's federal. You know what I'm saying? Mm. That's how it came for, that's how it became Rico. All oh, that's in the book. That's, that's, Rico. that's I don't wanna get too far away from this. <laughs> um, and I, I brought you, I brought you one too, bro. I appreciate it. I'm appreciate. I'm gonna read this and I'm gonna let you know how I feel about it. All right, and them real facts, you know, man. I got, I got a bounty on that. We, we, I got so much to talk about. Man. I'm gonna, I'm gonna hijack it. What's um? Let's let's start off. What was you charged with um? In your in your case, I was doping gun, like most federal cases, mm. drugs and guns. Drugs and guns, drugs and, and, gun. um, and and counterfeit. And counterfeit. Yeah. And um, tell us about your case, like. How did, was it a conspiracy? You said it was a Rico, what? No, no, I ain't, uh, this is one thing I understood. I'm a hustler. Mm. I ain't, I'm a real OG, and for man, I'm a real street, I'm, 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 a, I'm, a, I'm, I'm a, I'm a campo, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a street soldier. I ain't no, I ain't no drug dealer. Yeah. I never been a drug dealer. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I'm a man that take opportunities. You know what I'm saying? It's opportunities in the streets. It's hustles. Yeah. So if 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 I could take this and turn that and turn this and turn that, and make a dollar and go in with something. Right, right. That's how I was. You know what I'm saying? So the point is, I got jammed up for selling work and for, like I said, counterfeit. You go get my indictment. I had an eight count indictment. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? My 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 case is open. My name on my book. So what's the what's the story? The Tell, story t- is I got jammed up with work and gun. Mm-hmm. Basically, me and my X at the time was co-defendants. Mm-hmm. And we was doing something. I ain't, that's, I ain't got no other co-defendants. I ain't no Rico. I ain't got no big indictment. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I ain't got no big case. I ain't no big case like that. And that's another thing. At that time, the feds is picking up. And I want you young cats to realize that. The feds ain't like back in the days where they, they picking up anything now. Any girl, you seen that. Yeah, yeah. Up in there. yeah. So, so don't go to thinking like, oh, it's old, it's old, it's no that. The feds are picking up anything and they'll grab, you understand what I'm saying? And, and, they, and you're going to do a whole lot of time. So understand what you're doing. There are state laws and there are federal laws. How did it become federal? Because it's federal laws. And they be on the books, we just not aware of them. Mm. We just no. not aware that they exist. How did your case become? Because, you know, guns and drugs, it could have easily been state. Right. My case became federal. And I'm, I'm, I'm be honest with you, man. My lack of knowledge of, the, of law at this particular time when I got jammed up, mm. because when I got jammed up, I didn't really have to get um, um, stopped, but it'd be not knowing my rights, the Fourth Amendment rights, mm. that I had, I, 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 we, they don't tell you this, but it's your rights to know that when you are stopped for a citation, you don't have to necessarily, you know what I'm saying, um, you got, you know, you, you, 
you do what the officer tell you to do. Mm. I don't, don't want to put that out there. Don't be aggressive with these police officers. Be seeing what's happening in these situations. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Be, 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 be very mindful how you move around. I'm talking to my people, black people. Be mindful how you move around, especially young people, especially young black men. But know your rights. You have the right to just say, "Hey, man, if I, you know, I'm get, I need to get, I need to get to my job." No, y'all don't want you to search my car. That also also have the right. If he sees something out of place or he feels certain type of to search your car, that's law. I mean, I'm not, I'm not going to get all mm-hmm. away from the situation. But the point, I, the, the Terry stop. It's a case called Terry versus Ohio. You know what I'm saying? Go read that case. Terry versus Ohio. If you want to know your rights about a legal search and seizure, you want to know your Fourth Amendment rights, go get the case Terry versus Ohio. And that's, that's all I need to say. Mm-hmm. Let's move on. <laughs> so your girl was on your case. Yeah. Right. Time. And was it... Um, but you got pulled over with drugs no, and guns on I you? I actually have an 04 case. I did 16 years in the feds. Mm. I got an 04 case and an 06 case. And what happened was the 04 case, the feds kept on the shelf. Mm-hmm. They'll do that too. It's a lot of different things that these people would do. When I mean these people, I'm talking about the federal government. I'm not talking no white, no racial type. So what was, thing, what was the 04 case? Huh? You got an 04 case, 06 case, right? I got an 04. Uh-huh. An 06 case. What was the 04 case? My 04 case was a drug and a gun case. 06. What was that? Drug, similar conduct. Drug and gun. Both federal. Both federal. With your girl on the case? With my girl on the case. Did she receive that much time too? No, I took I took responsibility. And that's uh-huh. a lot of time to my little young sisters out here that's messing with these young guys, that's dealing in these criminal activities, and you thinking that you're in love with this person or whatever, and this guy got your back. Guys don't do... A lot of these young guys don't do what real men supposed to do. And y'all shouldn't be doing no criminal activity, period. But if you're doing something, the man is more responsible than that woman. You're supposed to be the man in your house, man. You, you lead one of them. I, I'm a, I'm a, I, got, I have a daughter out here. Mm. I don't want my kids. You don't do criminal activity, period. And that's what these books, that, that's my message. You know what I'm saying? I'm here to save our young kids. I mean, do my part. I can't save everybody. But I know that my voice, someone, I have little followers. Mm. And that's what Valley Life is about. When I, like I was saying, when I was sharing with you before we got started. When I got, you know what I mean? You know, I ain't going to talk too much about certain things. But, you know, you had opportunity to see social media and, and where we came from. Yeah. When I got a time to see that, I seen we got a following culture. And sometimes we follow people for the wrong reasons. And Valley Life, my vision and power leadership initiative is to say, be you. We need more. We need more finesse. We need more me. We need more people to bring to the table what they bring uniquely to the table. Mm-hmm. Then a whole bunch of the same thing, mm-hmm. especially if it's the wrong thing. Mm-hmm. So I'm, I'm, I'm employing my, 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 my message to my young cats, my message to my real young thugs. Man, listen, man, I ain't gonna tell you how to hustle. I ain't tell you what you do. I ain't tell have some type of morals and standards about what you're doing. If you're doing it with one of these young sisters, man, like in my situation, there was a young lady involved. She had kids. I took the weight. Did she, did she get, did she get any she time? She did time. She was up in um, Hazleton. How much time she, she did? I'm not going to talk too much about her because mm-hmm. I know this going on too. And me and her really don't, you see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But I'm going to go get the book. I took the time. Mm-hmm. She got a, a, a slap on the wrist. Mm-hmm. You understand what I'm saying? I end up with 20 some years. Right now today, I was through it all over again. She, I would have took the little couple of day months that she did. That wasn't nothing, you know what I'm saying? But So in 2006, you were sentenced? I was sentenced to, on, me and you was talking about this earlier, and mm-hmm. I was telling you, I got indicted on 666. And I don't really believe in omens, 
Mm. But that was on with me. Mm. On the 666, the day that I thought I was going to be bonded out, the feds picked up my case and made it federal. And gave you 20 years. No, they didn't give me 20. They gave me 262 months. I copped out the 262 months. How much, how much time is that? That's 21 years and 10 months. Why did you receive so much time? Uh, because at that time, they, they have what in the federal system called uh, sentencing um, guidelines. Guidelines. And in the guidelines, I was a career criminal. Basically, uh-huh. you go read my book. I've been in prison, incarcerated. I did 11 years in the state. Uh-huh. Right? I been. I did boys' school. You're going to read in my book, Press, mm-hmm. I did boys' school. I never really had an opportunity to just say probation. Right, right. I never had an opportunity. From the time I ever got in trouble, these people, now when I mean these people, I'm talking about the system. Mm. When I say these people, I'm not a racist person. I'm a Muslim. You could be white, black, Korean, or whatever. You could be my brother. I'm not racist. So you know bef- before before getting 21 years, how much time, how much time you, you said it was 11 years that you I did? I did 11 years in the state. I mm. did six years, then I got out. No, I did four years, then I got out, and I did seven years. Mm-hmm. Mandatory. Mm-hmm. And I got out and I went moved myself away. I was trying to do right and moved to Tennessee. Yeah. And I married a woman. Mm-hmm. But at the end of the day, all that's a, another story. Yeah. And I got in trouble and I took the time and I did this. I ended up with 21 years. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. That's just that's just naked. That's the truth. So when you, you know when you received these the the dub the 20, right. did it affect you? Like did it like just like. That's the most time I ever had in my life, bro. And how did, how did, double digits. How did that make you feel? Like, that made me realize, like, man, I got to get this. I got to, I got to change. I got, I, and, and it was a, it was a, it was a surreal moment, man. I was dealing with the fear and I, and I was speaking to tell you, it's a whole nother, that federal pressure come in. Mm-hmm. But I did something that I encourage anybody that's dealing with anything in life to do, man. Turn back to the creator. I'm not going to get religious on you. But I'm an OG. I'm a real G. I'm a real street dude. And everything in my book is real. But I always stood. And I, and I thank my mom to this day that one thing, she ain't never gave me no birthday party. She ain't never gave me no cake. She ain't never gave me none of this here. But she gave me God. And mm-hmm. in them darkest moments in them cells, as a little boy, and not understanding why, you know, you know, you ain't get a break. And you see other people getting breaks. You had God. They, they give you a Bible. Mm-hmm. Or they give you a religious book. And you be in them cells. I know the whole Bible. I done read it many a time. When you say uh, real, real OG, real. Um, you you from Miami and you, yeah, you and born and raised Jackson Moore Hospital. One of my nicknames in in, in the feds is Miami. Mm. So I shot all my homeboys and from I'm talking about all over that stood with me in the feds. They used to call me Miami. What is what is a real OG to you? A real OG is one that stands on. See the G. Let's get to first and foremost. What makes you a G? Is that you? You came out the house on a code, a street code, a street code of conduct, and it had rules. Mm. And one of the rules is written on my arm: stop snitching. That ain't the only rule, though. Me and you was talking about this earlier. Mm. You was talking about a clip out of Scarface when they had to handle business. His plug told him to handle business. Mm. Handle business. Or else, they ain't really say it like that, but you know, or else it, I'm gonna give you everything. Mm. So, all you gotta do is handle that business. Some dudes were going to handle that business, regardless of the, the kids would have got hurt, regardless of women that got hurt, regardless of who got hurt. That ain't a G. Scarface was a G. Mm. See what I'm saying? He said, No, he said, He told him, No kids. And he pushed it. 
But dude kept, like, he kept, he kept pushing it. So before I slump the kids, I'm gonna slump you. Cause this principle matter. That's a G. And if you stay on that principle for a long time, mm-hmm. and you get tested, all these tests, you know what I'm saying? You never rat on your friends or your hood. Mm-hmm. <laughs> if you know what I'm saying, you ain't never, I got some more rats to brag on. You never beat a woman. <laughs> I don't be all put, I don't knock a lot of dudes out. I ain't never put my hands on a woman. Now, as a little boy, you know, we fight little girls or whatever. But when you come a man, you don't know, you know, my woman can't do nothing to you. There's a lot of principle to this code. And my brother that's in his grave told me to write about this code. I stand on this code matter to me. So that's what makes you a G when it matters. Mm. So you, it don't matter, you ain't a G. Your brother taught you all these, these principles. Nah, my brother knew I would. My brother, the streets taught me my principles. Mm. My brother I'm talking about, he knew, I, he knew it mattered to me. He, before he passed, I was still in the joint. My brother died 215. I lost my breath. I was a tutor in Fort City. Side of everybody. I was, and then I got another bragging right. I got honor. Most side out to Miss Boot that made me a tutor. I helped dudes get their GED. I don't just brag about knocking people out doing it. I ain't cool or whatever. I got, I brag about, I got respect for being a tutor aide, man. Dudes that follow me on Facebook, Instagram, all that, they know I helped them get their GED. And they offer, they give them the extra $25. They say, oh, gee, let me get you some ice cream. Let me get you something out of the canteen. Nah, nigga, ain't finna save my blessing. <laughs> Dude, they for God. Mm. You know what I'm saying? But yeah, shout out there. That was one of one. That would, make, that would make you a G, man. Stuff like that. But what was the question again? You say, like, what you say? I don't remember. I know. I, 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 was too. I know you were talking about what make me an OG. Yeah, make yeah, me, yeah. But, but um, yeah, um, when it matters, mm. when, when the G code matters, the whole code, and there's so many principles to this code. But when it don't matter, and niggas do anything and everything, that's when it's, it's so much that we gotta explain to these, like these women and our kids, uh, that they don't understand by doing time, and they think, oh, they try to sum us up in one shell and try to put us in one bag. And prison is just like the world. It's, it's a group of different people. There's a whole different lot of people in there. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Let's go ahead. So you basically lived a whole a life of crime your whole life. It, nah, you want me to go deep? No, no, I'm a very red man. Is it crime? <laughs> is it crime? Is it is it crime? Because some people do it. They wait like that. Because we can say the we can say not the you can say the pharmaceutical sale Oscar. Mm-hmm. Oscar doing more damage than the brother selling weed right here. Huh? Mm-hmm. Both of them pulled to help some kind of way. This help cataracts or whatever. Mm. Oh, oh. And this help what? Over here, uh, pain and suffering, whatever pulled to help. Mm-hmm. But this one here, tear your teeth and interrogate your body. This one help you eat, mm. <laughs> smile. You know, it's aphrodisiac. Mm. So, you know, you lock this person up and sell weed. You let this person sell all these, and they get millions and millions of dollars. I mean, so is it a crime? I follow the Sherry out law. But, I, but the Sharia law tell me to respect the law of the land, too, now. Mm-hmm. I'm not telling you to respect the law. Now, I said, I did break laws. So I'm an outlaw. Mm-hmm. I ain't no, I ain't no, I, I broke some laws. What, what caused you to break these laws? Poverty. You come from Liberty City, man, it's poverty. I come up, I come up, see, back in the day, it wasn't crack. I, I ain't no crack, baby. I hear my boy, shout out young Dolph, man, you know, I, that's a senseless. And that's the reason why I take time. I, I'm tired of watching us. Kill each other, man, out of whatever the differences is, man. Mm-hmm. I'd rather see the celebrities get in there and knock it out. 
Let's celebrity fight nights. Whatever, whatever, man. If y'all beef, man, get in there and thump it out, man. Let's see who really can thump. Put the put your put your security guard to the side. Put all that to the side. Put all your team to the side. If I got a beef with some finesse, let's stand out here. Let's, you know, if we can't talk it out, let's mm. bump it out. But we ain't gotta kill. Let's walk away with you know what I'm saying, son. Niggas ain't fighting no more. Nah, they can't. They can't fight. Mm. Most times they can't fight. Growing. Everybody look. They, they, they like they, they doing what they, they doing the same thing when I got you know, I got stabbed in two, 2015 eight times by the Sharanios for standing up for the brothers about the weight pile. That's in federal pressure. But I brought that up to say this. A lot of times they they look up, right? Mm. Because they can't fight. That's just real talk. I made the head dude, strain your head dude, on a weight pile. He tried to hold down a weight bitch that nobody was using because of some prison rule or whatever, whatever. Hold on, I'm finna work out, bro. And when your people come, I respect the rule. When your people, I, I get out of the way. He, that wasn't good enough for him. So when he tried to flex on me, I stood my ground as a man and told him, I look, player. Oh, but all the little Still dudes around, a lot of little dudes around, mm. they, um, they didn't want that, that smoke. But I didn't really want the smoke. But I'm like, bro. If you can't respect me as a man, we gonna have to go to that next level. I'm finna crush him. But we had a little situation, you know, but it blowed up. Read about it in federal pressure. You want I ain't gonna get in full details a lot of these stories, man. Because I want you to go get the book. Mm. And not for no, I want you to go get the book because it's a good book, it's a good read, it's a true story. But I want you to understand, man, that um this 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 this, this what this code and all this stuff, this matters to some of us, man. This matter to real G's. Real OG. You got mm. dudes that's in. Big Sandy, you got dudes that's in Hazleton, you got dudes that's in Coleman, you got dudes that's locked up, man, that really gave their life to this. Mm. And me and you got the opportunity to make sure that they ain't doing it in vain. Go ahead, bro. I think we were speaking on, um, you telling me, I asked you about why you committed crimes, you were telling me this property where you grew up at. Yeah, poverty. Mm. It's poverty in Liberty City, man. You know what I'm saying? So, you seeing, you going to school and pee, you know, my, my, my mom used to shop at the red, white, and blue, the thrift shop. Mm. I used to have homeboys, we turn high in our heads, and we do go to the same school, and we buying it, buying used clothes and stuff, you know what I'm saying? So I've been buying my own school clothes since I was 11 years old. Mm. You know what I'm saying? I've been pumping gas back and grocery cutting grass, doing all that since I was solid. You know what I'm saying? So when I see the water boys out there doing their thing, whatever, I, I respect what they doing, man. Mm. You know what I'm saying? I understand they hustling. When I see a young man washing cars, doing that, I respect, I know what he's doing. He trying to you trying to wrestle that little pressure, that one pressure right there, that poverty pressure, that poverty pressure puts you towards crime or doing something breaking the law mm. because you just get tired of you know what I'm saying you know and then it, it get be more expensive. So at what age did you commit your first crime? About nine years old, ten years old, shoplifting. Mm. And I and I was throwing my first crime was toys. Yeah. And I know what my first crime was to my family, man. This in the book. My first crime, I was stealing my my cousin them toys out the yard. My grandma used to have a bunch of toys in the yard. Cause I ain't, I ain't had that stuff. And I didn't know better. I just know I just I wanted to take it home and play with my. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So it's just. When was the first time you got caught and had to do like the time? first time I just mentioned um, Northside. Shout out to Northside, man. Liberty Market back then, man. That Walgreens right there on the corner, right there. Right now, I got caught trying to bring a big ass. At nine? At about nine. I probably was younger than nine because I was at Broadmoor. Man, um, me and my homeboy, Gene, uh, uh, damn, Mike, a couple of them in there, they were still a candy. I'm, I'm trying to give me a toy. I'm yeah. to play with it later on. I, my mama keeps all kind of little, you know, she always kept food in the house. Mm. 
Niggas might have food issues. I had, I had toy issues. <laughs> I wasn't play with later on, man. Mm. Hey, mama always kept a fed, man. You know what I'm saying? She might not have given a nigga the toy, but we had food. We all had all the, everybody come on, you know we kept the food. My mama kept a clean house, and my mama kept food in the house. Mm. So that, that, on all that um, getting caught from wants. that. You might not have your wants, but you had your needs. Getting caught from that, that just, that just continued. As you started, as you growing you know, up. I mean, I get caught. I, I, I'm, I'm one of them people that knew I was going to be locked up. Mm. I accepted that. They mm. were telling me that, you know what I'm saying? I knew early on, you know what I'm saying? You go read my book, Pressure, you're going to see, man. You know, shout out, man, uh, my, my old boy, Pig, man, uh, uh, Harris Hunter, man, a real OG. You know what I'm saying? Um, you know, I'm a heroin baby. That's why I was talking about Dolph. Dolph got that song. Crack baby. Crack baby. I'm mm. a heroin baby, man. You know what I'm saying? I was born with a hole in my heart. I was born dead. I was born dead if I was alive. It's all in the store. I had a hard moment. You know what I'm saying? So, like, it's a piece of my heart being missing. I, it, it, you know what I mean? It, 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 you know what I'm saying? So, it's just, it, 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 it's a real story, man. But at the end of the day, like, I wouldn't change it for nothing. I mean, it's me. Mm. I don't want to be nobody but me, man. I don't want to be nobody but me. All the stress, all the bruises, all the, you know, all the, I don't, this ain't, this ain't no pity patty. This ain't no feel sorry for me. This ain't nothing. Mm. This ain't that. You know what I'm saying? Because it's, it's kids coming up worse than what I'm talking about. I know some of my homeboys I talk to right now, I've been sleeping in the mall. You actually live in hotels on Biscayne. Mm. It's real. You go down over town right now, you're going to see five right now. They playing football in the middle road. You been to Miami? Mm-hmm. No, you been over town? For sure. Miami the real. You been to Pope Beans? Mm-hmm. You been all around up to KC? You play outside right now. You know, it's rough down there. So you're going to do what you got to do to get what you got to get. Poker beans ain't, you know, it's just no place you just pull up to. You got you to know somebody. No, you ain't just going to pull up. Yeah. Now, ain't nowhere in Miami. We, we the real tourist robbing state. Mm-hmm. That's one of my, that was one of my early crimes, robbing tourists. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Um, and I, we was talking about that earlier. That was another code that we had. Miami, see, one thing about the G code and what I had learned about when I was in the feds, G code got some core principles that's universal through every hood. Throughout the United States, mm-hmm. that stops snitching. Um, um, you know, um, no hitting the women and kids. I'm feeling like all G's feel like that all the way around. But there's certain things on the West Coast that's culturally into the gang culture in Chicago. It's in the gang culture that it wasn't necessarily Miami culture. Mm-hmm. Miami had a different type of culture. We, we always had a different. Our swag, everything has always been different. You know what I'm saying? We put always put a little something. They wear ballads in my uh, in New York. We might we gonna put a little ballad. We gonna put a little deco on it. We gonna put a little a little flavor with. You know what I'm saying? We gonna might put a little socks on. You know what I'm saying? We gonna do something to it. Mm-hmm. Just our swag. You know what I'm saying? I love that about the crib. You know what I'm saying? But um, at the end of the day, man, um, that's what we bring to the table. That's our sauce. Let's talk about your first initiation in the feds. Um, when you start off your your bid. Did you start off at a penitentiary? I started at medium high, Manchester. Manchester. Yeah. And how was that experience? It was it was different from the state. Mm. And what I mean by that is in the feds, you got cars. Yeah. And then you you looked in through your state majority of the time. You know what I'm saying? And you 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 ain't you, you like with me, my experience was walking on another new compound, it was locked up, it's locked up to me. Mm. Chains are chain, walls is walls, sales are sales. Gates is gates. Uh-huh. Gates is gates. Uh-huh. But like I was just trying to explain to y'all about the culture, the code in different states and regions. The culture in the feds is different from the culture in the state joint. 
Because state different from difference. You see what I'm saying? That makes any sense. So in Manchester, this is New York, right? Well, no, not, Manchester, Kentucky. Kentucky. Oh. Manchester, Kentucky. All right. So it, it wasn't too many. When you say cars, cars is basically where you from. Where you from? So in in the car is basically like, okay, I'm in a car with Florida. Yeah, because we we use that Manchester, that'd have been a South Claw. Y'all, we the whole South Claw. That was a South Claw. That right. was a South Claw. So Georgia and Florida together. Georgia, Florida, Alabama, Mississippi, South Carolina, yeah. Mississippi, all of us together. That's right. What I'm saying. All right. So how, was it was it flooded with Florida people? Nah, we didn't even have no South Claw up there. Mm. I was on I was on I was on I was, I was on real I'm on real nigga time anywhere I go at. Facts. You know what I'm saying? It's real niggas everywhere. So I ain't on that type of time by mm. reasonable. You know mm. what I'm saying? I, I and I'm and I'm a nigga that get Miami niggas, real Miami niggas, we been highway men. You know what I'm saying? We been mm. that's that's our MO, you know what I'm saying? Getting to so I know opportunity when I say so why would I beef with you and I wanna be in your city so I can slide. I need you as a hook, I need you as a point of, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Interest. Mm-hmm. So um when I came to the feds of Manchester, shout out man to CEO Saad, man. You know what I'm saying? My Muslim brother, man. You know what I'm saying? He gave me my first kelp package. Back then, a kelp package was a kelp package. Mm-hmm. I talk about that on um, federal pressure, man. Shout out to 1865, um, man. You know what I'm saying? Black flagging, man. They doing some big things over there, man. What's a care package? Huh? Care package is what you know, what you need. You know, um, your deodorant, your your hygiene, your you know, mm. your, 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 your your thermal. You know, yeah. it's up there in the cold. You know, brand. They gave me everything brand new, man. I, I had I didn't have to spend my money when I first got it. Mm-hmm. First six months in the feds, I didn't have to spend no money. Between my Muslim brothers and a few little homeboys that I had up there. Dudes were looking at when you come in real first, but you know that come with once again what we having here tonight, paperwork party. Mm. So that comes with the paperwork. Mm. You know what I'm saying? So when so you once when my you, paperwork was, you know, was certified, then they, you know things opened up for me. Th- different things happened. When you first when you first got there, they checked your paperwork. They did they come at you like that? Yeah, that was presented to me like that because that's different between the state. See, mm. the state you don't have to check paperwork. Because nine times ten, you hit that compound, the whole city know what you did. So yeah. you got with all your homeboys. Mm-hmm. But when you're in the feds... You from anywhere. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Then you got a lot of cuffing going on. We might be the only two homeboys up there. Mm-hmm. Both of us might be hot. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So we might be like, man, we ain't hot. We ain't hot. So we go there. I'm, I'm, I'm bouncing for you. You bouncing for me. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So we got the rest of these niggas from other cities thinking, oh, those real ass niggas from Atlanta or Miami. Mm-hmm. But the whole time, we some hot ass niggas. And see, that's I'm using that word hot. I know hot means cool in the streets. But in the, in the feds, hot means your ass a rat. Mm-hmm. You're poison. You know what I'm saying? You're outcast. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Certain spots you did. How do they treat people that's hot? How did how do they treat people that's rats? I'm, I'm gonna tell you how I treat people. I don't fuck with a rat, period. Mm-hmm. I don't fuck with rodents. I don't like no kind of rodent. I don't like no snakes. I don't like no uh, feminines, nothing, anything that changes. Anything <laughs> that is <laughs> what it is. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So, so I don't sell with rats. I done, I done been in a cell with rats, mm-hmm. but that's because they was already in the cell. Mm-hmm. I ain't going to crush you because you ain't told on me. Yeah. If you told on the next man, that's between you and him. That's y'all business. But I don't fuck with you, period. You know what I'm saying? It ain't my job to crush you. So what you going to do? But if you cross my path, I ain't going to... I'm going I'm to put a little extra on that shit because it's rat there. Because most times, I knock a nigga down, I don't stump him. But if you a rat, I'm going to kick your shit on that. You know what I'm saying? Because now, now I'm going to whoop your ass. I'm going to knock the shit on out your mouth anyway, too. You feel what I'm saying? How do you handle being in a cell with a rat? I ain't going to be in there alone. You ain't or he ain't? I ain't going to be in there. I just told him. He already in the cell. Mm-hmm. I, I got a gym. I want to get out of prison. I ain't trying to be no prison warrior or whatever. So I'm trying to avoid shit. Yeah. 
You understand what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So if he already in there, that's mm-hmm. his field. Mm-hmm. And if they letting him live, I'm gonna let him live. He ain't told on me. Right. But if that's my rat, I'm gonna kill my rat. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? That's how I handle rats. Mm-hmm. If you told on me, I'm gonna do something to you. Mm-hmm. But if you ain't told on me, that's your business. That's not like if you went to homosexuality, you know what I'm saying, the joint. If I ain't into it, that's your business. That's your business. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? That ain't for me to go announce that. That's your business. How long did you do um, in Manchester? I did eight years in Manchester. I was up in Manchester from 2007 to 2015. I, I got stabbed. You got stabbed at Manchester? I got stabbed eight times. Five times in the chest, two times in the neck, and one time in the arm. Um, damn. This is like some one-on-one shit? No, this is... This, I just told y'all earlier about the weight power. Serrano's green light. They've been wanting the green light, me. I've been you know, so touching them up. Where your homeboys at? Where your car at? Who? Yours. Like. It was at, at this time, you got to read the. I, you, we gonna, I'm trying to be tired. <laughs> give give, give it to them. I'm going to give y'all that story right there. Mm. I used to work out. We used, at Manchester, we had a weight, weight power. So you used to have cars that work out. Mm-hmm. So in my car, you had to have paperwork to work out with me. Everybody know that though. The workout with me, that's still staying. I got personal training that I do out here. I don't, I'm, and that, and what I mean, paperwork, if you a police or you a someone that's civilian, this don't apply to you. But if you a street guy, you from the streets, and you into street activity, stuff like that, and you done told on somebody, I don't want you around me, I don't want you working out with me, man. Just keep your energy over there. Mm. So, it get to the story. Anyway, we in the weight pile. I had, everybody got a, it's harmony. Serrano's had their time to work out. They got their areas. The Pisces got their areas. The white boys got their areas. The blacks got their areas. You know, different stuff, that stuff. No weights. Everything's broke. You know how the feds work. Mm-hmm. So uh, everything pretty much is broken down. It don't, nothing not belong to somebody. Mm-hmm. Everything belongs to somebody in there. Yeah. All the way down to a garbage can. Mm-hmm. Belongs to somebody. So this particular time, it was a fall count. So my normal workout time would be early in the morning on the weekends. Mm-hmm. But when the fall come, they push everything back. We had to work out during lunchtime. So I would sacrifice my lunch. So you asked me where my car was. My car was mostly at lunch. Mm-hmm. And the yard was full of more Spanish guys that like, they probably had something that they didn't want. But the Spanish guys having so much money and stuff going on, they don't, they don't, most people tend to, we, we, we be ones tearing the child all down. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, so at the end of the day, um, that was my car was eating child. And the, most of the blacks was on the basketball court. So it wasn't but a pocket of us in the weight pile. And what happened? What happened was I wanted to use a station. Mm-hmm. The station didn't belong to me. But it was understanding that when no one's using the station and they're not there, that you could use the station until they'll come. Mm-hmm. Till they come, excuse me. But this particular Serenio, this particular um, shot caller, whatever you want to call it, whatever, me and him had already had little differences before, you know what I'm saying, from other little areas, and I, they had already had a little issue with me. Um, he came trying to flex, cause he thought he could. I called him on it. We were finna push at that moment. I seen it, I seen a couple of blacks out there didn't really want to push. They the, the Mexicans didn't really want to push, cause you know the weight pile is all weapons. Mm-hmm. They don't want, they not gonna push unless they see the advantage, cause you know it's like, and I ain't throwing no shade. It's just real talk. Mm-hmm. Man, damn near we, it damn to take one, two of them to one up. That's a fact. When it comes to, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Contact. Mm-hmm. But they going. 
Shout yeah. out to all my Mexican brothers, you know what I'm saying? No they going, they, they going. going. Mm -hmm. And they coach about going. That's why they kept going. That's why they own their shit. That's why they got a Mexico. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? That's why we ain't got nothing. Because they going to go. You have to kill them. But uh, yeah, man, uh, that what happened. About the way, pal. So what, where you get the way? Minimum bro? man, three. I wasn't the only one that got stabbed. Me and my, my workout partner, shout out. I, I can't leave him out of it. He got hit too. Big 30. Know what I'm saying? GD, know what I'm saying? He's from Chicago, but he's he shot out from Nashville. Know what I'm I know you're going to see this. Shout out to all, man, since I'm talking about the ride, man, I'm going to shout out to everybody that participated, man. Not everybody, but you know, the one name. Shout out to uh, CeeLo, know what I'm saying? Shout out to all my Muslim brothers that went in. Shout out to everybody that went in and bought me, man, down in Manchester, man. Y'all made me proud. Y'all made me feel love, man. And when SIS kept wondering who I was, know what I'm saying? Because y'all kept blowing up every time they. You know what I'm saying? Open up the yard and go up again because dudes was crushing dudes that didn't go out for me. They didn't mm -hmm. go out what I stood for. Mm -hmm. One just by me. Because mm -hmm. it, it could have been any real nigga that, that happened to, mm -hmm. that, 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 that response would have happened to. So don't make it feel like I'm special or nothing. I'm just a real nigga that real niggas love that was part of real niggas doing situation in there and that, you know, it's going to happen. You know it's going to happen like that. I mean, you know, I was at the low, so I, I never really come across them, them type of situations. Oh, yeah, you know yeah. what I'm saying? I hear about it all the time, but. But yeah, Zoo, I mean, yeah, Zoo, kind of, yeah, Zoo, bro. Yeah, yeah Zoo ain't no yeah. stuff spot now. No, nah, it, 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 it ain't. It ain't. It ain't. You know, my homeboy Black stabbed, you know, new stabbing's yeah. going on. Yeah, there. it was. It was. Hey, you know what I'm saying? Y'all remember what happened down there in C1? When my homeboy went crazy down on the New Orleans boys down there. Nah. Oh, yeah, my homeboy went ham. But then, uh, you know, you just mad as you lay in the bed. You, you rolled over, nigga, beating his meat, man. That's the next you. I don't care if you look in the magazine. I don't know what he was doing. But y'all in a little cubicle. We ain't in no cell. You just ain't no shower. You ain't by yourself. Black jumped up. At black, shout out to black, man, out of Orlando, man. I thought me and black was a loose cannon. Yeah. I thought me and black was going. I was a large man now. So you already yeah. knew. I thought black, me and black was going to uh, end up having to get into it. But, you know, we ain't do it. But I was, I was thankful, man. I didn't know black would push that. <laughs> <laughs> nigga, black ain't made them hit the deuces, nigga. Black with hand, look at what he did. Black, he put man up. His cellar was in the his cellar was in the TV room. When it got to his cellar, he gave him a little business and went to their shot caller, woke him up and said, hey, man, I just, you won't uh, shot caller. <laughs> hey, when they, hey, I thought, man, you gotta remember that, man. You gotta no, remember that, man. Oh, I'm in the lounge, I've seen why they locked the compound. I seen them walking black across the uh, oh. compound. So nigga came and told me the whole story, man. I, <laughs> miss, I missed that one, bro. I don't to woke him up, say, hey, hey, I just had to handle your homeboys up, man. You know what I'm saying? This is foul shit. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> that nigga, no, nigga said, he should. Nigga, nigga, where he at? <laughs> Homeboy want to go finish him off. <laughs> what is what is uh Selly had to do with it though? <laughs> you know, I guess you felt like it said you knew this nigga was like Man, that one though, but black was like she. Oh y'all, I'm on, I'm on the list. Yeah, <laughs> like um, turn the TV on me. <laughs> at what point did you turn turn Muslim? Uh, shout out to my um, shout out to um, to Little Tanner man, um, Bushwick man, shout out to Santana man, uh, Little Bushwick man, that was my E man back then. Uh, um, what what what, what uh, Bushwick uh, Muslim name was uh, Alamin. Shout out Alameen, man. Alameen gave me my shahada at Cross City, man, 2000. Oh, this is before the feds. This is before fake. the feds. Is it a difference between how Muslims move in the state and the feds? At the time, it was. Mm. It done got a little better now. At the time, mm. it was. They'll lump all us up in together. They don't care what kind of Muslim, what, 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 your, what, your, what your set is or whatever. Mm. They, 
you could be Nation, you could be Sunni, you could be Shia, you could, y'all going to one Juma. Mm. Ain't like that in the feds. Um, why do you think so many people convert to Muslim? It's, it's a lot of different reasons, man. Mm. And it's, it, I hate to, I, I just hope it be for the right reason. I know, I'm going to speak for me. And yeah. I'm just say that on that. I don't know why other people do what they do. Mm. But for me, I always, my, like God, I always been part of my life. Mm-hmm. Like I told you, I had the opportunity to read the Bible numerous times as a Saudi. So when I got embraced to the, the Canaan, I seen, I seen the similarities and I seen the same message. Mm-hmm. And I seen the same, you know, same God. Mm-hmm. And Islam give me the discipline that I need. The five times prayer. You know what I'm saying? Just imagine, you know, I could leave and be mad right now. But you see, I, before we started, I was able to pray. Mm-hmm. So whatever problems I had, I was able to leave right there. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? That was my outlet. So Islam really works for me. I am not, I don't go out fishing. I don't, I don't, I don't go out trying to make people Muslim. A lot make people Muslim. Mm-hmm. So, you know what I'm saying? You looking for God, you're going to reveal itself to you, man. You know what I'm saying? You just got to go looking for him. You just got to go call him, man. That's some real OG shit right there. And excuse me, I ain't mean to say that in the same terms. Yeah, 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 yeah. It comes out like I ain't no preacher. That's what I'm trying to tell you. Mm. I, ain't, I, ain't, I ain't politically correct. I kill a word. I'm from Miami. Mm. We say dope and foe. Who? <laughs> you already know. <laughs> I hung around a lot of brothers while I was down. Um, I never took my shahad, though. You know what I'm saying? Like, I hung around a lot of brothers. and The Muslim winning, man. No, Muslim, sure. we, we winning, man. Anybody celebrating God, man, on a day to day, we winning, man. I was intrigued by the fact that the discipline, you know, especially when it came around to um, fasting mm-hmm. every year. Everybody loves Ramadan. Loved it, you know what I'm saying? Discipline, everybody loves Ramadan. I've been on it five years now, you know what I'm saying? But I appreciate that, you know what I'm saying? Like, and I appreciate being around y'all because we're in the same situation, but y'all mindset is like, okay, you know what? I'm going to stick to this. You know what I'm saying? I'm going to stick to what I believe in, praying five times a day, not giving a damn how people looking at me or whatever it is, and the brotherhood that, that came with it. I, I really um, enjoyed it. Uh, anytime you want to talk about the religion off camera, man, yeah. I, now when you when you bring that in, you, you get my full attention. Yeah. You get you, you see how, you see how I, I, my hypeness come down. Yeah. I got to humble myself when the law is mentioned. For sure. And were you like that in the beginning? Like, how did it... Nah, it's a process, bro. Process. It's a process. I'm still a process. Yeah. I'm still struggling. I'm still turning back to a lot. Mm. You know what I'm saying? I have my day. The enemy going to attack. Anytime something great about to happen for you, anytime something, you know what I'm saying, close, a blessing coming, that's when the storm is at its worst. Yeah. But man, that's when the rain, that's when, that's when that sun going to peek through. Mm. You know what I'm saying? It's starting to peek through. You did 16 years out of, how many, 21? Out of 21 years. Did you, you got out early, right? I got out early. How? First Step Act. First Step Act. What was the First Step Act? First Step Act was a bill signed by Donald Trump. Um, shout out, you know, hey, man, hey, I ain't going to get in political shot in different, different situations. I ain't giving nobody no heads up. I ain't going to tell you who to vote for or whatever, but that's who signed my bill. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was, it released me uh, early. Because we was over sentenced, man. Shout out to Michelle Alexander. You really want to know what's going on in the criminal justice system? Go get that sister book, man. Um, uh, New Jim Crow. And also get my, um, Dr. Nine Akbar book, Breaking the Chain of Institutionalization. I'm breaking the chain of uh, psychological um, slavery, my bad. Um, I, I wanted to plug my uh, institutionalization in there. So mm-hmm. That's where that comes from. Mm-hmm. So, um, how did you get that? It didn't just happen for you. You had to like put in some, some paperwork for that. What that? The first day I got. 
Yeah, you have to put a, but no, nah, they did it for you. They did it for you. The mm-hmm. Actually, that was one motion that I didn't have to do for myself. Mm-hmm. I, I, my, all the 16 years I was in, I did, I fought my whole case by myself. I, I, I am him. That law library, I stayed there. Mm-hmm. I told you earlier, I was a tutor at Fort City, you know what I'm saying? Arkansas, medium. You know what I'm saying? Not the way T.I. was at the low. Not they throwing no shade or nothing, but mm-hmm. the medium is just a different ball game. Mm-hmm. That one there, that when it flood, you had to pull your stuff off the ground. That's the real, I'm talking, you real, you third world at Florida City. You had to pull your, I mean, uh, yeah, Florida, Florida City, um, also. You had to pull your um, stuff off the ground because the water literally coming off your cell. Come running down the wall. That's how quickly they throw them cells together, them buildings together over there. Brothers living in those kind of conditions over there, man. Then they net say, well, Florida City ain't no joke, man. Ain't no place to be. Can't do nothing about that. Can't. Hey, man, listen here. I ain't, that ain't my battle. That ain't my <laughs> yeah. battle, man. How, how long you did that? I did uh, a year there. That's all I did. Got up out of there. That's how I ended up going to, um, uh, I ended up going to um, Yazoo. Yeah, I made it to the um, loadout. Yeah. I, I was on my, I had got stabbed. That was the best Ramadan I did. I did um, Ramadan 215. I did Ramadan in the hole with Alameen. Shout out to the brother Alameen, man. Um, I know I ain't reached out to you yet, man. I, I'm, I hear Get myself together, man. But yes, that's the E-Man that, that called the green light, the um response to me getting stabbed eight times. Alameen, Alameen got six, he got 60 years, man. He out of DC, man. You know what I'm saying? Um uh, uh good brother, man, one of the best brothers I met, man. Uh he, he we, we set, we did Ramadan in the hole, um, 215, Manchester. And uh, when I got out, I had myself together. And I became a tutor at Fort City to help do, you know what I mean, get the GED and stuff down there. Mm. But we had to put some motion. I didn't have to put that motion in about the first step back. Mm. We was talking about that. Mm-hmm. And so they just woke you up one day and said, hey, man. No, nah, I ain't just woke me up no one day. No. No, no, no. It was a waiting process. Yeah. Dude, they were letting, when they started letting out on the first step back, they started letting out. It was so many of us that it affected. So many of us that was just left in there that mm-hmm. supposed to been out. Mm. You know what I'm saying? That they had to start, and they actually ended up starting in South Florida. But I ended up, I was sentenced out of Tennessee. So, it, it, so the Eleventh Circuit started losing people before any other circuit. Oh, I, got, I do got to ask you about this. You was in Yazoo during the Corona, right? Yeah. What was the conditions in there? No, I was at, I was at, I was in Atlanta during the Corona. Oh, you got transferred. I got transferred. You got to a camp. I had made it to the camp. Oh you know, man. I, 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 I was free. Oh I was man. Free. I, 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 I enjoy myself. Yeah, I bet, bro. That was up. That's a that's a whole different type of life. The camp life. I ain't never yeah, been to a camp. Life. See, I talk about camp life in the book, Federal Pressure. Yeah. It's it, 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 yeah, it tests it's a test down there too. So coming out of prison um early. Right. And you say you institutionalized. Yeah, I'm definitely institutionalized. So that that leads me uh, go ahead, I'm gonna let you say what you're gonna say and I'm gonna respond to that. I was going to ask you, what, it, what does it mean to be institutionalized? I just plugged Dr. Naeem Akbar in. He's a professor at Florida State University. I don't know if he's still there or not. But he had wrote a, a book. It's a very thin book. I suggest any, any that's my real young thugs, man. Y'all go get this book, man. Um, Dr. Naeem Akbar, Breaking the Chain of Psychological Slavery in Your Mind. Mm-hmm. Um, and institutionalization is a psychological uh, condition. Um, it started early on. They get you like you, when a person could go to jail and just want just lay down and just feel normal. It normalized the situation. When jail become normal, prison become normal. When you when it becomes um, acceptable, you just 
Like, it doesn't bother you that you're there. Mm-hmm. That's when the institution set in that deep. Mm-hmm. Thankfully, it didn't sit that way in me, that deep in me because I was able to be truthful with myself and understand that. Hold up. When you start saying, this is my spot in the TV room, when you start saying, you know, come on, that's why you laughing because you know what I'm talking about. You know what I'm talking about. That's why you laughing. You, you start a, saying, you know, you, you, you start about to knock a nigga head off because he walked on your floor. That's your floor. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Stuff like that. You institutionalized. Know? That, that, that's some of the, 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 the some of the screen. Now you got all timers and stuff like that. Yeah. That's when it done got to its potencies. Yeah. So thank God that it didn't sit that well in me because I was truthful with myself. I was able to write my book. My book was therapeutic to me. Mm-hmm. I was able to go back and deal with my truth and understand when it set it in. It set in early. I've been doing this in boys' school, man. You asked me how early I started going in jail and going to trouble. Since nine, earlier than that, man. You know what I'm saying? So I was in boys' school when I was like 14, 15. Mm-hmm. I had two counts of unarmed robbery, three counts of tipped murder, and, and one car carjacking. You know what I'm saying? My co-defendant got 17 years behind that. I ended up going to boys' school. Because I ended up, really, if I knew law then, I didn't want to go to boys' school because I won the hearing that got him waved over. So actually, that was our baby trial right there. Mm-hmm. And I still ended up letting them people talk to my mama and talk me into going to boys' school that started, really started sitting my institutionalization in. Mm-hmm. The boys' school, it was more rough than some of the most pretty. Boys' school, you see how I'm shaking my, when I said it, when I started shaking when I said it. Boys' school, you start seeing real ignorant. Mm. I see my boys went up real ignorant. You start seeing dudes just walking early morning, just sticking his hand in somebody's food just because he's just bored or the line ain't moving fast enough. And somebody sitting there out of impulse, he just, or some impulse made him just flick something from somebody's plate and then a big son just start break off. That's, that's the type of stuff you're dealing with in boys' school. Mm. You know what I'm saying? When somebody just sneaking down, and it's initiation is throwing hot water on somebody while they in bed and sleep. That's boys. Cause the niggas still kids and they they still in a playful mindset. I'd have been a juvenile. You know what I'm saying? I done seen some shit. It wasn't that rough. How you juvenile think? Juvenile ain't boys. Boys school is baby prison, baby pen. Just think of the pen. Oh. Just think of the pen with a bunch of adolescents. Yeah. That's ju- that's boys school. You got nine shanks, weapon man. This in the, the book. It's, Everything and I put a five thousand dollar bounty on any cap in that book, and, I, and my money don't come. And I put that out there. My money, I saved this money up to get. It. That's why I ain't first say that when I first came. Yeah, my money don't come easy. You see, I'm a working man. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. I don't get on here clowning talking about no money, but I put it on there because I want people to read the book. Mm-hmm. I want people to get this story. And I, I told my publisher when he told me, she was like, they wanted to dress me up a certain kind of way. I was like, nah, because my books really, I want my books to get into the prisons. Mm. And help the people that it posed to help. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because that books help change me. Right. Here, bro. And what ways are you you think you institutionalized right now? I'm not institutionalized right now. Okay. I'm not. Um, I'm in the process of um, um, transitioning back into society. Yeah. So with that being said, I know that there's some institution things that I still carry with me. Like the getting up early and the working out and such stuff like that. That I, habits. I'm more. I'm more habited. I, I got some institutional habits mm-hmm. now that I still want to keep. The earliness, mm-hmm. the tidiness, the the the, the 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 you know just you know the stuff that you do. Yeah. The, 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 no, no, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. The, the institutional stuff that we done did for so many years. It's a habit. It's hard. You know, that you inspire. Right. 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 So how how is it life after prison? How is it for you? Like, man, it's great, man. It's all smiles. Even the, even even the hard parts is great because mm. I can always find 
Anytime, like how Plies say, I love Plies, man. His whole movement sometimes be like, you know what I'm saying? His music, man, bro, 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 really be hitting home, man. Shout out to the homie, man, Plies, man. You know what I'm saying? I ain't never mentioned my nigga. I already know he's lined up. When I see you, man, we gonna, we gonna, we gonna chop it up. But mm-hmm. at the end of the day, he said this here, man. Um, um, oh, you know the dude changed thought. He was talking, what was that said? <laughs> uh, transitioning out, like, uh, being, what's the transition of you being out of prison? Oh, you were saying this. This is what Ply said. Mm. It, every day I remind myself that somebody's in the courtroom. That song, uh, uh, 100 Years. Yeah, yeah. And he said, somebody in the courtroom fighting for their life. So I use that to make me smile anytime something out here is getting difficult. Anytime, so you find that. You know what I'm saying? You find that sudden that's been gonna make you smile. Mm-hmm. That's how I smile, knowing that man, I don't have the right to be mad. Yeah. I don't have the right to be with an attitude. Mm-hmm. I got an opportunity, man. I ain't waking up in no cell. Ain't nobody telling me, you know, I, I when it goes count time, this, that, this, and that. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna smile because my homeboy ain't smiling right now. Or he might be going through something right now. Yeah. I would cut my homeboy mama grass the other day. And I was smiling because I, I know he laying in his bed wishing he could be cutting his mama grass. Yeah. On lockdown. Mm. So, little Bo, man, y'all free little Bo, man. Anthony Field, man. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, you know I got, to, you know I got Marvelli, man. You know what I'm saying? At the end of the day, yeah. That's hard. That's loyalty, bro. Yeah, yeah. Niggas don't do that, though. Mm. Niggas don't go check on their mama, uh, their homeboy mama. They, they'll, they'll shop their homeboy. They'll wear the t-shirts. They'll do all that. They'll, they'll do all the clout shit. But going to check on their homeboy, baby mama, and see if it, it's school clothes time, man. Coming up, man. Go on about it. Go on the little uniform, man. Go on and handle that, man. Mm. You go throw that in, you go throw that in Onyx. Easy. You go throw that in Onyx easily. Go go do something for your own boy. Stop your own boy down there. He, most time we don't need nothing in the joint. But like Saad, shout out to CEO Saad. I'm gonna keep Saad his name out. Man, my, my, my daughter had my grandson. I called Saad. Saad get the scroller. He said, man, what what the uh, I ain't gonna know about no registry. I kept calling, man, you got the scroller yet? Man, uh, you should need it. He said, man, just send the registry. Mm. And you know. Man, man, took care of all that, man. That what real people do, man. That what Muslims do. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? That what real niggas do. Hey, you know, um, I ain't, you know, <laughs> hey, I'm trying to definitely get there with the wife, man. We trying to work tonight, man. No, 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 no. We good. We good. I think we about to. We about to. Time looking at. I don't want to spoil the opportunity, man. Finesse gave me this opportunity, man. If you invite me back, I know you be having panels sometime. Whatever mm-hmm. going on, man, but. I, I could talk for days about this movie, man. I'm passionate about that, man. I, I feel the opportunity it. you gave me. I ain't really cut your thing so So what else you got going nah, on? Nah, this is this is I was wrapping it up, bro. Right. Actually, bro. I didn't I didn't got to the So can I plug some of my little you stuff can, how, how it's done? This is my first time doing any of this, man. This do what you gotta cut, do. Man. Hey, look, man, go to my website, go check it out. I know I was doing two things that matter to me. I'm a real OG out of Miami. And this right here. Was my paperwork to the streets in Miami when I came home. My book was my paperwork. The night is a paperwork party, man. Finesse doing some big things over here, man. I'm talking about the brother. This thing that he dedicated his time and effort to put this thing together, setting the platform together. I hope that, I wish that a lot grant you many success, bro. I already know you're going to be successful. You know what I'm saying? Because you're tight. We cut from the same cloth. You know how to make something out of nothing. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So um, go check me out, man. My two subjects is breaking the chain institutionalization. We talk, we're gonna talk about that. You can come follow me uh, on, on IG, man. My page is Veli, V-E-L-I underscore love305. That's love spelled out. L-O-V-E 
305, man. You can follow me on, on, on the gram. I'm always giving out free workout tips, 30-minute workout mm. tips all the time. Um, I'm always having fun on there. Uh, uh, my, my topic is breaking the chains to the day. So what matters to me, man, is staying free, uh, helping my brothers. I'm always helping my brothers and sisters find jobs. Um, I got my security company coming out, man. It ain't my company, but I'm working for one that that that's associated with me, basically mm-hmm. like that. Because you got to be bonded to have a security company. Mm-hmm. So I couldn't get it necessary in my name, but my company associated is top one security, <coughs> top one executive um, protection. Um, that's gonna be coming. We got um my my probably doing personal training. Um, the gym is coming. Just a lot of different things coming, man. Um. It's, it's, it's another level that is coming. Another level. And I'm not going to spoil it. But you need to go read this book first. Then read this book right here. And you're going to be part of this movement, man. This Valley Life movement, man. Uh, Valley Life movement is just extensive. If anybody follow Pop, I'm a man, listen. That's one of the greatest rappers to me, man. Not only that, because he was a messenger to us, man. He had substance to what he was giving us, man. Every topic, every subject. You know what I'm saying? Um, shout out to our culture, man. The rap culture in general, man. You know, we got to start taking that culture serious, man. The <coughs> platform and the, and the power that we have behind that. The economic power you have in the rap game. The, um, the, the influential power that you have in the rap game. Y'all got to take that um, that very, very, very seriously, man. You know what I'm saying? Shout out to all the young rappers that got brands that's, that's, that's positive. You know what I'm saying? Um, I see a few brands out there that's very positive, man. Shot them out, man. Um, you know, uh, a familiar brand here in Atlanta, man. Shot the Prince Inc., man. You know what I'm saying? He got the brains before bullets. You know what I'm saying? That platform, that's a good, smart thing right there, you know, to, to think before you use that gun. You know what I'm saying? Um, mm. uh, you know, he, he's, he's 21 Savage. All them boys, they got very good brands. Shout out to the rappers that using their brands for a good, positive uh, platform. I know y'all, y'all street guys. I know that, you know, y'all, you know, um, the code matter to you. You know what I'm saying? I know all these principles matter to you, but also, man, we fathers. You know, we black men first before anything, before we blood, before we GD, before we vice lord, before we anything, we are black men. You know what I'm saying? We need to get back to having our black families, man. We need to get back to loving our sisters. We need to get back to playing like that game of chess right there, man. We need to get back to really playing this thing close to home. You know what I'm saying? Because a lot of senseless things happening. And what I mean by that code too, man, that's the, uh, the bring to my other topic that I have, street code of conduct. Them two things matter to me. Nothing, nothing else out here matters to me other than Islam, breaking the chain of institutionalization, and street code of conduct. That's real. You know what I'm saying? Them my, if you ain't got, I'm a purposeless man. Um, and I seen something on the ground. You be doing a lot of sound bites. You be doing a lot of little things, a lot of little tips, a lot of little jewels. Mm. But this brother dropped a jewel. And he said, when you find a man, just to the sister, man, you find a man that got a purpose, he's not going to put you before that purpose. So you're going to have to line up with that purpose. Stand with that man and stand with that purpose. I'm a purposeless man. You know what I'm saying? And my purpose is to make sure that we can stop feeding our kids and our sons to this system, man. Mm-hmm. This ain't no white or black thing. This ain't no racial thing. This is uh, economic. This is, I don't know what it is. To be honest with you. I don't have all the answers. But I know that you got to do your part. Uh, I be at Batman Lab every Monday, man, right there. Um, um, I, I plug y'all in. I'm not from Atlanta. I'm GPS everywhere I go. You know what I'm saying? But look up Black Man Lab, man. Them brothers and sisters down there, they doing their thing. 
down there, it's free food, y'all come out, man, good environment, safe zone for black men, you got all walks. And it take a village to do this thing, it's gonna take scammers, ex-scammers, it's gonna take ex-dope dealers, it's gonna take ex-hitters, it's gonna take all that for the kids. Cause at the end of the day, we got kids, man. And they ain't making it to see what right do we have to not let them make it to see our level. They wonder why I don't wear no Beijing. I, I wear my great pride, man, because a lot of my homeboys, um, they ain't get to see they great. They gone. They out of there. I, I do this for them. A lot of my homeboys that locked up in the pen, they ain't getting to see this. I do a lot of that for them. Everything that I do, man, is about what that. It ain't about no clout. Ain't about no money. I work for my own money. I get money. Ain't never been no issue. Staying out of prison been an issue for me. I ain't gonna hold y'all too long, man. It's been a pleasure. Y'all support this brother, man. Go to my page after the interview, man. Y'all look and watch the interview, man. Plug into a real OG, man. We don't, we, man, it's OG. Shout out to all the real OG. Shout out to my song. Shout out to them boys on um, with, with, with the million dollar word of game. Shout out to OG Shabazz. Shout out to all them OGs on the ground that's really doing their thing, man. That using, using them platform rightly, man. And doing their thing with it, man. Uh, we need to get, we need to have that meet, man. I'm bringing Miami to the table, man. I'm OG out of Miami, man. I ain't, I can't call shots in no other city. But Miami, I know, I know, I know what we own down now. It ain't looking too good. We need that meeting down there, Miami. We need that meeting. We need that meeting, man. Burt home, Vonda home. You know what I'm saying? Um, Bo Diddley. That's why I, I talked to Bo. Uh, I talked to Bo Diddley about two or three weeks ago. Bo, I'm doing my thing. Vonda, oh y'all, let's, let's get to the table down there, man. They got that love and hip hop Miami going on. They ain't showing no sign on them, them jeans right there. I don't want to hear about it. I'm just telling you, man. There ain't no shade. Let's get them real ones in there, man. You know what I'm saying? Y'all holler at man. Shout out to the Parkers, man. That's my family, man. You know what I'm saying? Shout out to the Hunters down there, man. That's, that's my family, man. You know what I'm saying? This is what we doing, man. We doing our thing, man. Y'all support the boy. Thanks for having me, man. Y'all gonna, gonna be seeing a lot of me, man. It's a lot. That means God's will. Man, that was up. <laughs> Listen, man. Y'all support the brother's book. I'm gonna put the link in the description. Man, I'm gonna put his Instagram on the page, man. Y'all tap in with this great interview, bro. Just to get an insight on a real OG from Miami, bro, and and understand his mindset when it comes to the streets and having a a, a code of conduct, code of ethics. Man, that's a real nigga, man. Yeah. I met him in Yazoo, bro, and home. He been humble ever since I met him, man. Even since the day he got out, like hitting me up, trying to link up, man. Humble guy, bro. Real OG. I salute. I'm glad I met you, bro. Oh, say less, man. Say less. Hey, hey. Thank y'all for tuning in to the paperwork party, bro. Until we meet again. For sure. Wow. <laughs>